Alright, so we're on uh, Daf Kufhe, uh, and we're picking up three lines from the bottom on Kuf Dadamubet. And I just I was trying to go, trying to find if there was a, a theme that that thre- was threaded through this whole uh, Daf, and it's kind of hard. There, it's like kind of disparate ideas. Um, one thing might be it's, we're f- focused on Bilam, Bilam's sorcery, that's, or his 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 ma- his, his, his magic. That could be a theme, but you'll see there are a lot of different things going on here. Um, they have a lot, a lot of interesting statements, like the famous one, someone does things not for the proper intention, they in the end arrive at that place. And um, some interesting stories, so it's, uh, it should be a, a packed off. Okay, so we're on the bottom of, um, and also there's a statement that um, non-Jewish people get, get to the world to come. Uh, it's, a, it's an opinion. It's uh, I don't. It's not really refuted. So, okay. Darshay Rishumot. People who used to Doresh Psukim. She says Darshay Psukim. Okay. Um, so they would learn So all these kings that we talked about that don't have a place in the world to come, they say they do have a place in the world to come. Shneimar. So they bring a pasuk. Moav So that's the pasuk. That's from that's from Tehillim uh, sixty, and they're going to darsh in this pasuk one 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 piece at a time to show that each of these individuals, each of these kings, have a place in the world to come. So it says Li. All these people are me. Are for me. That means that they have a place in the world to come. Uh, let's bring us back um, from there. If you, we, we had a, a Mishnah. I, I must have the wrong. What page are you on? 208. Oh, I'm no, no, sorry. Please, not by the numbers. You've got to go by Kuf. Kuf Dalad, that. Kuf. Bottom. Kuf Dalad, that. Okay. Yeah. We had a Mishnah a long time ago that said, like, it's 15 Dathina or something, that said, these kings, every, all of Israel has a place in the world to come except for these. Sorry. Here's Kuf. Okay, so we had a mission that said all these, everyone has a place in the world to come aside from these specific kings. And now we're going to say that these kings do have a place in the world to come. It says Li. They're for God, and that means that they have a place in the world to come. So it says, Li Gilad, Li Menashe, Ze'achav, Shenafab, Ramok Gilad. Okay, Achav, Gilad, Gilad. Menashe, Kemashmo. It says Menashe in the pursuit. Li Menashe. So you don't have to work too hard to find that one out. Ephraim, Oz Roshi, Ze'eravam, Deka'atim Ephraim. This is Yeravam, Benavat, that he was from Ephraim. Yuda mechokiki is achitofel the ka'atim Yuda. It's working out quite nicely so far. Moab sirachzi is gechazi shelakal liskeirechitza. This is gechazi that gechazi shesar needs tzara aliskeirechitza. So he he became a, a tzara. He had tzara from from this iskeirechitza. What was that? Iskeirechitza. What did gechazi? He became. Uh, he became, a, well, he became a, yeah, from what, what, what was this in? Uh, so you have to go. Uh, so what did I to, is that the one who went to the Jordan? I, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm forgetting too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adom Adom. Alei Pashat Hitrai, Amru Malachet Shreit Lifnei Kodesh Baruch Hu. Bono Shalom. Im Yavot David Charagat HaPlishti Vorish Epanecha Gad Ma Taoselo. So, okay, you're bringing all these, David Melech is for sure in Alam But then you're going to bring all these people, all these 
kings that were, two of these kings at least, that were against him. Um, it says, Rashi says here, Marlehem, um, uh, here, you're going to give a place, Rashi says in like the, the first thin lines here, they, they hate him. They come up there, you know, he's supposed to be enjoying himself in Lama Ba'a. He brings these, uh, these bad neighbors into there. It's frustrating. So what's, what, what, what are you going to do about that, Hashem? So they go, oh, God will make them, uh, you know, make peace, make peace between each other. So that's, uh, someone said it's, uh, you know, they, this is being a Dama Chavaro. You have to always uh, ask forgiveness from each other so God will enable that to happen. Um, okay. And that's the idea of hitro'ai, re'im. That's the Pasuk says hitro'ai, and they'll become re'im to each other. Okay. Um, now we're going to go into, so it's interesting, right? So we just undid what we said before, that these these kings don't have a place in the world to come. They do have a place in the world to come. We saw with Menashe, it was also complicated. So I don't know what like the final conclusion is of this. There's a keep going back and forth. It's just to say that there are different sides. I don't know, my feeling is like there's different sides. Everyone has different things they do, good and bad, and with good stuff, uh, there is a place in the world to come. It's chal- Halakim. Part of them, maybe. Yeah. Part of them, a portion. Of, of the individual, right? Yeah. So, Bechelik, you know, we use the term Bechelik, we always assume it's a whole. Yeah, no, yeah. Bechelik could mean, actually, what it means. That's what I, it's a portion. That's, what I, that's how I think about it. So, it's it's portion, you know, yeah. a part of. Yeah, that's what they say. There's, that's good and not good, because right? you say, because there's different sized portions. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if you're just saying it's one lump sum, that's. So it's yes or no. It's a black and white thing. But now you say, "Oh, we all have a portion of what to come." Well, no one said your portion is going to be so great. Right. You, know, you have to do what you, you have to know. So and maybe it's proportional to your dessert, how your good yeah. deeds, right? That's I. It's, I, I incline to it. It's sort of like an airplane play. It can be you can fly first class. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. You have to you have to you know, put out the dough. And, right. and if and if you and if you if you come to a conclusion that there are people who absolutely have no place and they can't do chuba, if you come to that conclusion. Then you're saying to people in general, you, you can get to the place where there's no point doing chuba, and people might believe that about themselves, and then yeah, the, the discouraging, discouraging people from doing chuba. So, so it's a dangerous, so to speak, conclusion yeah. to come to the conclusion that anyone that there's actually a proof that someone could reach a level which you yeah. cannot do chuba. It's also like on the other hand, it's if you say, well, you know, they all got in anyway. It doesn't it's a, absolutely. Maybe it's like officially you say in the Mishnah, I'll sin today, they don't have a I'll place. But then tomorrow. later on, you kind of, uh, you know, behind closed doors or something. Madua shavavaha amaze yerushalayim mishuvani tzachat. Ever heard this uh, phrase? Is it chuvani tzachat? It's like a very successful answer to something. I mean, I've heard that in Israel. This, this is kind of. It's made by one of the Nesach, places came from. Uh, yeah. The Tzuvani Tzachat Lashelah, whatever. Um, so, here are three answers that Am Yisrael answered to God um, when God, to the, the prophet said to Israel, do Tzuva. Yeah. And um, these are three three excuses that Israel could an- that Israel answered for why they, they couldn't do Tzuva. And uh, they're going to an- they're going to be rebuttals by God. To them, but this, so this pasuk says, "Madua shova amazet Yerushalayim mishavani tzachat." So they go here. Amar Rav, "Chuvani tzachat hishiva knesi Yisrael lanavi." 
the prophet, um, they answered a, a really good answer to the Navi. So we're going to see three versions of this answer to the Navi. When the Navi, what did the Navi, what did the Navi say to them? Marlam Navi Lisa, Chazuba Chuva, do Chuva. So someone comes up to you, they say, you know, you got to do Chuva now. So uh, you can either say you're right, or you can come up with uh, different types of explanations why it's hard or, or what, what's withholding you from doing it. So this is what the prophet said. Then. The prophet says, Avotechem Chatu, Avotechem Shechatu, Echanhem. Your, your, your forefathers that sinned, where are they? Look, what was their destiny? Their, uh, your, uh, your forefathers that sinned, they're, they're dead right now. So, so uh, you know, you guys better uh, pick up your game. Otherwise, you'll be dead too. And the, so, so Knesset Yisrael answered, well, not so quick. Uh, not so quickly. Your, and your prophets, your fellow prophets that didn't sin, where are they? They're also dead. Shneemar, avotechem ayehem, Will they will they forever live? So if you're going to tell me you're going to try to you know scare me into doing shiva by telling me that my parents died, my fa- my forefathers died because their sins, I'll just tell you well everybody dies, even even prophets who don't have sins they also die. Um, so that was that was a, that was like a good answer. That was considered shivani tzachat. Amar lehen So the answer to that of the prophet is Amar lehen avotechem chazru v'hodu shenemar achtarai v'hukai. I just want to see this um, Okay. So I'm trying. To, I was trying to understand like the answer here. How is that like? So you say that uh, the Akhesia's the, answer. Well, all the prophets they they were sinless and they also died. So the answer is well. Your parents did chuba, so you should do chuba. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not hopping the whole thing like the, the, the how, like the procession, the pro- process there, how how it's working. But nevertheless, he tried to bring them a proof. The, the Navi tried to encourage them to do chuba from their from their forefathers. He tried to do it through fear, so that didn't work. Maybe this is it. And so, because they brought an answer, they said, "Well, then he tried to do it in like maybe a positive way. Look, your parents, your forefathers did chuba." So maybe you should follow in their footsteps. Maybe he's trying to go like from start from the negative didn't work. Try from the positive now. It's uh, like there's a there's I wrote this book once. Mayor Buzagla wrote this book on the Misr team in Israel. The, the you know they're like this Sfaradim who aren't not reformed, not conservative. They're this, like this own group Misr team. He says like they do chuva. They, they they're religious not because of some sort of ideology like the different denominations in America. Not because they're afraid of anything. Because because they they want to continue the tradition of their parents. That'd be kind of like similar to this. Like, okay, we tried to fear you into it, it didn't work. So try to try to follow in the, in the path of your parents, your 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 father's mother. I don't know. Okay, so here's so here's another chuvani uh, tzach, another great answer. So Shmuel Amar Bao Asra. So ten ten people came and sat in front of the navi. Amar lehen chazur b'tshuva, and the, the navi, the prophet said, do tshuva. Amrulo evet shemachro rabo v'ishashigur shabalak pum yesh lezeh al zeklum. So an Eved that was sold by his lord, uh, by his slave owner, a slave was sold by a slave owner, and a, and a woman who was, who, was, um, who was divorced by her husband, um, there's no, afterwards there's no connection. There's, uh, you know, there's no, um, they, if, even if the husband or the, or the slave owner says something for the, for the, for the other person to do, they have, no, they have no sway. There's a complete disconnect. After the, the slave is, is uh, liberated, so there's nothing else. So that's the same thing they're saying. God, you sold us to Nebuchadnezzar. You you sold us into the into the Galut. Amisol's answering. How can we do tshuva? You already sold us. We're like your slave or whoever that you completely let go of. So now you have no sway over us. That's what Amisol's answering to the Navi. 
Um, to compel them for tshuva. I mean, that's what they're saying. No, so the so Navi's trying to get them to do tshuva. And they're saying... And they're saying, well, I'll, I'll tell you why we can't... Do, like, before they said, I'll tell you why we can't do tshuva. Um, so they're going to say, why we can't do tshuva? We can't do tshuva because God has abandoned us, or God has sent us to the Galut and removed us from his, his dominion. And therefore, God, we, this, your words mean nothing to us because God doesn't, doesn't have any sway over us. Where there's a complete disconnect now. We've been forsaken, abandoned. So that's the answer. Um, and so the answer to that is, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Lenavi, Lecha Morlan, go tell them. Eze Sefer Kritut, Imchem Asher Shalachtiya, Umi Minoshai Asher Macharti Etchem Lo. Let's see where this is. This is the Ishayahu. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, we read that in the Haftorah of, of Sukkot. It looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, recently, yeah. yeah. So he says, well, so God said, it's not, uh, So, I didn't, I never gave, God says to Amisra, I never gave you a separate, I never gave you a, um, divorce, uh, uh, papers. papers. Right. Um, I never gave you, uh, I never, I don't have any, like, uh, receipts for, for selling you. It's interesting that the Ebed is the selling and the divorce, they kind of really paralleled it. Rather, what, what made you be disconnected from me? So it's not, you're not completely disconnected, and I, and I wasn't responsible. You separated yourself from me through your sins. So the answer to that, that's the answer. So if you do tshuva, you'll be able to come back. So you don't have an excuse for not doing tshuva. Before, the, the previous excuse was, uh, listen, uh, um, there's no repercussions. There's no sin, uh, first, first case was there's no repercussions. Just like everybody dies, and, and we're not afraid. Um, if we don't do tshuva, nothing's going to happen to us. We're not going to die. That was like the first one. The other difference, though, is you separated yourself. The slave is separated by the owner. Exactly. The woman is divorced by the husband. Yes. Here, you exactly. are active, that's, not passive. That's, that's, the, that's the message here. So it's like God didn't do it, but rather you separated yourself. It's in your hands. Exactly. You, you have the exactly. you separate, so you have the ability within your own. Exactly. That's exactly. That's the right. shot. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just trying to show like what's the what's the framework here. I feel these are I, I kind of organized these three into three <coughs> reasons why Amisro three excuses why Amisro would say that they don't need to do tshuva. The first one is maybe there's no uh, sinner, uh, no there's no um, reward and punishment. They're saying. Everybody dies. Is that, we don't, we're, not, we're not so afraid of, of doing tshuva. And they answer that. Now it's, it's not just that, there's no, that there, there is reward and punishment. But maybe there's reward and punishment, but God has forsaken us, and we don't have to do tshuva. The answer to that is God has not forsaken you. It's your sins that separated you. Now, now, even if you accept that you've not been forsaken, there could be another excuse you could bring. Another excuse could be that we just have our yetzer is too strong. That's going to be the third one. And they're going to answer that, too. So, so there's two psukim. One calls David God's servant. Another one calls Nebuchadnezzar God's servant. That's in your Miyahu. In the future, Am Yisrael is going to say this. Therefore, God uh, you know, uh, foresaw this, and he said, I'm going to call Nebuchadnezzar my Evid. So, the, if some, a slave owner who has a slave and the slave buys property, that property still belongs to um, that property still belongs to the slave owner. So that's the same thing. He called he called Nebuchadnezzar. God called Nebuchadnezzar his Eved to show that even if Nebuchadnezzar sent off uh, sent off Israel or did something with them. They're, it's not his choice to do that. They're, they're all in God's possession, so that shows that um, that they, that excuse wouldn't wouldn't, <coughs> work, wouldn't hold up. 
going forward. Um, okay, so here's uh, another pasuk. Um, so this is a continuation of the same theme. It's not the third one yet. So, you try to do all these things that you, whatever you want to do is not going to, God's going to foil your plan of what you want to do. We should be like the Goyim and all the Mishpachot Aratzot, the Sharet. We should go serve the, uh, the, the Etz and the Evan, the wood and, and the stone. And God answers. So this is the same thing. Like you, you, you're trying to get, a, trying to come up with excuses. I'm going to step in here. I, I swear that if not through a strong hand and a outstretched arm and chemash fucha and like a lot of rage, So even if you try to kind of get away, I'll, I'll reel you back in, kind of. And, and then Rabbi Nachman says. Uh, well, Nachman, you could, there's two, two, two responses to this. You can say, whoa, like, relax. It's like, that's intense. Or the other one is like, please, let's do this so we can, uh, so we can, <coughs> so we can um, finally be liberated and freed from the galut. So that's what he, that's, he took the second approach. Let, let God do all this stuff. And then we'll be, then we'll be liberated, then we'll be uh, liberated from the galut. And, yeah. In a certain way, though, when he said God's wood and stone, could that also be a prophecy like God's wood referring to um Christianity and stone referring to the stone, the meteor in Mecca. Interesting. I never <laughs> thought about that. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That is really nice. You just thought about that now? Or? I mean, it registered when we said mm. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be. I don't know. I've never seen it, but that's a nice idea. <sighs> um, okay, so so that was kind of just like that little piece there that little statement of Rav Nachman that was connected to the previous one just like you say that you're the Nebuchadnezzar are going to sell you I'm, you're still part you're still my possession you're still under my rule that's the same thing even if you say that you want to um, go serve idols I'm going to step in and, and Rav Nachman's like even inviting that in this is, um, okay that's like an extreme statement like Lirtach Rahman like let God be angry and, and then we'll be free like most people I don't think most Amorim will like say that usually it's like um, you should have the Rahamim be merciful and this and that it's like let's, let's bring it on you know let's get like, angry God. yeah let's do it it's like you ever seen those, uh, those movies where what was it like, this movie with Robin Williams and he was like Patch Adams or something he was like in a boat and he was, oh, it was as far as Gump or something he was like, screaming at God like uh, the, the sailor is like on, on the yeah. boat and he's like screaming at, bring it on bring on the Bring on the storm. So I don't know. Okay, here's the third. Ex- here's the third. Um, the third excuse. My Yisrael Mishpat Elohav Yorenu. Amar Barbarchana. Amar Lehen. This is the third. Third Chuvanitach. Amar Lehen Navi Yisrael. The the Yeshayahu. The prophet said to Yisrael, uh, Do Chuva. Yeah. Um, these are all statements of the Navi to Israel. Amrulo. Ain Anu Yochelim Yetzerashal Epano. This is the third excuse. So there is Sahar Onesh, and God hasn't abandoned us. But still, it's still hard. We have a Yetzer Hara. What can we do? So do something about it. You know, get, get it under control. Amrulo, and this is a continuation of the Pasuk, we'll do it if God can show us how to do it. So um, that's, that's the answer. So I don't know where, where it ends, but the idea is that... Uh, any any way out of Chuba, we take responsibility. But it ends kind of like like God show us, and then it's just like kind of like tails off. If you think about it, there's there's four possibilities of the kind of world you could have with Chuba, right? You could have a world of people that are not sinning or sinning, 
making tshuva or not making tshuva. So clearly the best world is people are not shit sinning, but they do tshuva in case, mm-hmm. right? Another world is they're, they're sinning, they're not sinning, and they don't do tshuva, they think that they're okay, and maybe they are. Then there's the world of people sinning and doing tshuva. I mean, the worst is the world of people sinning and not doing tshuva. Yeah. So I think that's why you, they avoid the idea that you can't do tshuva, because if you accept that, you allow that fourth possibility, which is yeah. really the worst of all possible worlds. Yeah. The people say, well, there's no tshuva, yeah. I can't. Yeah. And they just go sinning yeah, without any this is, control. Yes, it's connect, so it's connected to the previous. So yeah. It's good, so thanks, you're connecting them. So the previous one was like, we talked about these kings. That's good. Okay. They all did tshuva, right? Yeah. They all, um, so well, some uh, of them. Well, some, uh, the three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Menashe, I don't know if Menashe, I mean, he's in the future, in the world to come, though, he was teaching halacha, so, um, yeah, but, like, yeah, but the idea is that, like, maybe they're, even if they didn't, like, their positive deeds are still recognized, you know, and there's still hope, so that's, that's good. Um, okay, so we're, now we're on to the, now we finished the kings, okay, now we're on to the, um, head, we're on to the, um, we're on to, the, I'm sorry, today's tomorrow's, uh, I think I said Yorvan, I meant Bil'am, sorry. Just, um, what, you know, just to put that in, like, succinctly, if you take away the hope of tshuva, even if that, in truth, in fact, that person can never be redeemed, it's sort of like a person who has nothing to lose, the, the convicted murderer who says, you're never going to take me alive. You don't want to have that with people. So, at least if you think that guy, he's, you know, the, the, if you put that person in, you're never going to take me alive, he's going to inflict a lot of harm on the people trying to capture him, mm-hmm. right? You're not taking me alive. So we don't want people to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. So even if it's somewhat um, not authentic, that we, you know, we give them... I, I mean, you hate to think that it's predicated on false hope, that, yeah, don't worry, you, you can do truth, and you can be, I mean, in truth, you're not. But, I mean, so we can learn out a lot of things. Maybe their kids, right? Their kids, what mm-hmm. do we learn? That their kids will learn Torah, yeah. you know, even of a great Rishayim. So at some point, there's some redemptive aspect, even if not for that individual, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't take away hope. If you take away hope... Yeah. Then that's All a bad, right? Yeah. In terms of the innocence, I'm yeah. talking not that yeah. individual. Yeah, yeah, it's important. Um, all right, so we talked about the different kings. Now we're talking about the head yotot, the com- the common people, and um, Bilam is the one we're going to talk about right now. Arba head yotot, Bilam doeg achitofel v'gechazi. These are the ones who the Mishnah says they don't have a place in the world to come. Bilam, so they're going to his name a little bit. Bilam uh, below am. He's kind of like a pinch hitter. You know, he doesn't have a... Or he's, he's not like a... He doesn't have a team. He's a... I don't know what the... Man without a nation. Yeah, man without a nation. Devar Acher. Bil'am Shibala Am. He confused the nation. He confounded the nation. Um, I don't know why they introduced the simple one. He's Bala Otam. Bala Am. I don't know why they do that, but... That's because he didn't succeed to swallow them. He ended up having a... You know, he's Bola... Anyway, okay. Ben Be'or. His, he was the son of Be'or. Shabbat, so here we go. Shabbat al-Bi'ir. So that he, um, he had, had relations with his donkey. Al-Bi'ir. Bi'ir is another name for donkey. Tana, who, who so who Ba'or, who Kushan Rishatayim, who Lavan Harami. So these, these individuals are the same thing, are the same one. Uh, Ba'or, Bil'am's father, is Kushan Rishatayim, which was a, a, a king that attacked Israel in the time of the judges. He's also Lavan Harami. 
in the time of Yaakov. So that's like a long, that's like over 500 years of time. Uh, some people say like it's not really historically, rather they all came from the same place, Aram Narayim. I don't know. But Be'or Shabal Be'ir, uh, so, okay, Be'or Shabal Be'ir, Kushan Rishatayim, so we're going to explain each of these names. Be'or Shabal Be'ir, Kushan Rishatayim, Davad Shtei Rishiyot B'Yisrael, Achapi Me'yakov, Achapi Me'yishvot Ashoftim, Umashmo Lavan Aramishmo. So this individual, his name was Lavan. He's, uh, this Lavan had two things that explain him. He was Ba'or, he was, he, he had relations with his donkey, and also, um, he, he, he affected Israel in two times. In the time of Rishayot uh, Israel, one in the time of Yaakov, one in the time of the Shoftim. Okay. Tiv ben Ba'or, Tiv beno Ba'or. There's two, there one place that says the son of Ba'or, and the other place is the Ba'or is, is Bil'am's son. So how do you work that out? Amar Yochanan, Amar Aviv, Benohu Beneviyu. So it's really his father, but in terms of pro- prophetic uh, uh, capability, he's like Bilam's son. So you say, on one hand, he's, like a, he's really his father, but he's son in that he's lower than him in terms of his prophecy. Bilam, so here we go. Um, this is an important piece here. Bilam, who, so the, the, the Mishnah says, Bilam doesn't make it into the next world, right? So from here, you might say uh, what they're going to say here. So from here you can learn out. Bilam didn't make it to the next world, but maybe all. But maybe the 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 default is that every all the other goyim, all the other nations, make it to the next world because they 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 highlighted Bilam. Maniti mani. So they're accepting it. They're going to say they're going to bring, bring some earlier machloket. Maniti mani. Rabbi Yeshua he. There's a brighter that talks about this. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Yeshuva Rashaim Lishola, Kogoyim Shechechei Elohim. Yeshuva Rashaim Lishola, those who are going to, those Rashaim that are going to go to the nether, nether world, Elu Poshe Yisrael. Kogoyim Shechechei Elohim, Elu Poshe Ovde Kochavim. So, this is Ovde uh, Kochavim, the Rabbi Eliezer. So, he's going to say, this is all the, this is the, um, this is the, the Ovdei Kochavim, all of them. Rabbi Elazar understands the Pesuk saying there's these two parts, two punishments, and one's referring to the, the sinners of Israel, and the other one's talking about the sinners of the Ovdei Kochavim. So apparently we're understanding that he, under, he understands that they're all going to go into, um, into uh, they're not going to go into Lama Ba. I don't know, it's not so clear, because if you say Poshe Yisrael, anyway, okay. Do you Rabbi, what about I think the... Almost how long who did chesed with you know with Israel or other nations? I think they have chesed chesed olam Yeah, so we're going to see there. That, that's a, that's like a third approach. So this this will first approach Rabbi Yezer is we're understanding him at least. I'm trying to figure out the psukim, but we're understanding him to say that they don't have a place in the world to come. Now this there's, he has a machlo, is a machloket. Uh, Rabbi Yeshua says this. Amalo Rabbi Yeshua bechinimar bechol goyim doesn't say all of the goyim, balonimar ela kol goyim shachachelohim. It's all the going that forgot God. That's that's what you're saying, actually. All the going that forgot God, they don't have a place in the world to come. But Eli Yeshuvah Rashim Mishola Maninu Kogoim Shachachei Elohim are the ones who go into the into the, the lower world. Those are the ones who forgot God. Um, so, but but all the other non-Jews that, that are that are that recognize God and they're doing good things, they have a place in the world to come. That's Rabbi Yeshua's approach. So, so mostly be Muslims nowadays now because most of the other boys like 
Christians don't. But there's the discussions on the Christians too. If it's if it's really Abu Dazarat today, or if it's um, there, no, there's different groups in Christianity too. If it's um, they're believing in a God and one without God. The Trinity, or, yeah. Without the, the Trinity is the big yeah. one. I think it's the cut of Abu Dazarat. Yeah. Um, but Muslim, they don't do that. No, no, they're, they're considered. No. You, can go, you can barrel go in their mosque and everything, yeah. and then a problem. That's yeah. why in Kavon you can split the. Exactly. There. Exactly. Exactly. So this uh, this Bil'am also gave a siman for himself. So Tamut Nafshi Mot Yesharim in Tamut Nafshi Mot Yesharim Tiacharti Kamohu Vimlav Hineni Holech Laami. So he says, if so Rashi explains this in a certain way, but um, if I die of natural death, so he also gave a siman that he's going to going to go not be in Olam Abba. How did he do that? He says, may my, my death be the death of the Yesharim. That's he's talking about the Avot, or Israel. He goes, Im tamut nafshi mot Yesharim. If I die like a good death, then, I'll, then I'll, it's a, that's, a, that's a sign that I'm, I should go to the Olam Abba. If I die uh, a death that's not uh, from natural causes, then I'm, going, um, then, I'm going to, then I'm going to my nation and not to, uh, to Olam Abba. In the end, he didn't die uh, a peaceful death, so he gave a siman on, to himself. Um, okay. Uh, just one point on that Tamot Nafshin Mot Yesharim that's a big thing where um, yeah, he's talking about how he, he, when he's describing the Avod he explains them as Yesharim and then the Nativ in his introduction to the Torah he talks about how Sefer Breshit uh, is about Sefer HaYashar that's like the most important thing of the Torah is just to be like a good person be Yashar the Avod where he, he wants to die the death of the, of the, of the Yesharim and he said Tzadikim he Yesharim mm-hmm. that's like a big thing that we're you know we're, we're Tzadikim but the most basic thing is to be Yesharim be a good person so now we had like so now we're on uh, just like we finished uh, about the non other non Jews and now we're talking a little bit about me the the, the uh, partnership between Minyan and Moab, so like uh, two enemies that that join together. Um, I don't know, like sometimes uh, I don't know if you think of two enemies in the world now. Um, yeah, this, I don't know the Sunnis and this I don't know the different countries in Iran and Russia. Okay, well they they seem like they're not that seem like they're working together in some capacity. Iran you know? like Korea. Okay, good. So let's say you have these two two uh, forces, and they're uh, they're usually completely against each other. Um, but in this case, Midian and Moab they they weren't they weren't best of friends. But because they saw uh, a mutual threat of Israel, they joined together. That's what they're kind of kind of saying. We've seen that book. Yeah. Second World War between the United States and Japan. Yeah. The United States and Germany. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Midian. Tana Midian Moab Shalom They were never good buddies. This is similar to two two dogs that they were in the same herd and they were hostile to one another. Then all of a sudden a, a wolf came by. One of them came by and it approached the other. The other one said, well, if I let this just happen, this, let this go down, let this, this one dog get attacked, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be tomorrow's lunch. Therefore, they joined together and they, they went and killed the, uh, the the wolf. That's why Midian and Moab came against Israel together. This is what the people say. Uh, the weasel, which could be understood, the mouse or the weasel and the cat, they joined together in a certain instance to uh, to have a uh, hilula, have a wedding or, or a fest, uh, to a festive event uh, via eating the fat of uh, an unlucky person. So there, I guess there's some sort of case where there was this individual and, the, and they found a cat and a mouse together eating uh, eating this person who died in his fat. 
So you see here that they, uh, cat and mouse don't usually get together, um, but here they did for a common Unless purpose. That's Tom and Jerry. <laughs> That's a very famous price of them. Okay, so they got. It's good they got to mention him. Okay, so so originally Mijan and Moab came to Bilam, but then the pasuk says Vayishu Sarei Moab alone without Mijan. So you go, where where did, where the heck did Midian go? They they uh, uh, where did they go? So what what made them leave? So they So Bilam said, "Hang here for a little bit, and I'm going to get get an answer for God. I'm going to go consult with God and say, Hey God, you know uh, your children. Uh, I'm thinking about cursing them. What do you think I should do? What's your what's your opinion on that?" So Midian said, "Well, that's like a no brainer. Obviously, God's going to tell them, going to tell him not to do it." He said, what are we wasting our time? Let's go home. So that's kind of what they're saying here. So he goes, Bilam said, Linu Paul, Lila, she went to Yitzchem Davar. Amu, Klum, Yesh, Avsis, Honep, no? Guy, what's guy going to answer? He's going to say, yeah, go go curse them. So they said, we're wasting our time here. Let's get out of here. And that's why they weren't there. Okay. Amarav, Nachman, Chutzpah, Afilu, Kapei, Shmai, Mahani. So Chutzpah, Chutzpah can be good and bad, but sometimes it works. It works in life. It works with God even. Here it says, Chutzpah, Kapei, Shmai, Mahani. If you have chutzpah in front of God, it works. Um, this week's parsha, uh, uh, Abraham is not chutzpah, but at least he's going up, he's bargaining with God, you know, saying uh, 50, 45, 40, you know, there's a certain discussion there. Moshe also has a discussion with God. Um, Shmuli Botech, uh, not Sh- uh, Shmuli Botech, ever heard him? Mm-hmm, Shmuli sure. He wrote a book, Fed Up Man of Faith. He talks about how, like, that's Judaism is about, like, speaking up to God, and, like, forcing God to, like, take care of creation. And, like, he brought examples from Abraham and Moshe, like, take me out of your book. And they were standing up to God. So here's something a little bit different, but um, this is the idea of chutzpah kapei shmaya. So it was for saving Jewish people. In a discussion, Moshe and Yeah, Abraham, here, it was. exactly. Here's the Moshe. opposite. Here's the opposite, and it still worked. Look. And originally God said, don't go with them. So he didn't, He was incessant. He kept He kept pushing. Bil'am. He says, okay. Kum lachitam. Go with them. But he said, you know, obviously don't, do whatever I tell you, but he still agreed. Marav Sheshet, chutzpah, machuta, below taga, he. So, someone who has chutzpah, they might not have officially have a crown, but they're they're on the same level as those who are running, the, uh, those who are running, those in the government. Those people who are balei chutzpah. Is the dichtiv, anuchi hayom rachum ashuch. So, David Melech says, I am today, rachum uh, ashuach, I have been anointed. And these people, you have been surah, I couldn't take care of him. He's stronger than me. So, Someone who balei chutzpah, there's there's a positive application to that, sure. um, and you can really get to high levels in terms of uh, power and prestige in in community and I don't know in society. So uh, here he's saying that the balei chutzpah, if they don't have a crown, but they are in like even at the high, same level or even stronger than David Melch. He's saying they're stronger than me. I think every Israeli has read this sugi. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. right? authored this sugi. Yeah. <laughs> no, who's he? Prime Minister. I'm a, yeah. I know as much as him. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so so here we're going to go a little bit into... So, again, you're seeing there's like all different topics, right? So it's hard to kind of connect them, but now, but the general idea, it's about Bil'am. But here we're going to talk about the body of Bil'am. Okay, and uh, if you have an answer to a question I have, my, my, we're going to basically talk about Bilam is lopsided. I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts on this. We're going to see like he had one eye, not two eyes. He had one leg was working, the other leg wasn't working. So I was curious if you have any thoughts on that um, as we read. If your thoughts like this lopsided, I, I didn't find anyone talking about it, but it seems like there's a theme there. Um, okay, 
Bil'am chi gebra aglo achat haya. He was uh, limp in one of his legs. Shenemar vayelech shefi. Shimshon b'shtei raglav. Shenemar shimshon, both of his legs. Shifon alay orach hanashech akevei sus. So Shimshon doesn't say shofi. It says, um, it says, it says shifon. Two, two, two of his legs were limp. Bil'am, here's another one. Suma b'achat minav haya. He was blind in one of his eyes. Shenemar satum ha'ayin. His eye was open. It should be satum, but it's not satum. It's, Rashi says that's a mistake. I don't know why. But he says satum means open. One of his eyes was open. The other one wasn't. Shinemar satum ha'ayin. Kosim, so here's another statement. Kosim ba'amato haya. He did magic with his uh, genitals. Um, there are different opinions on that. Some people say that he had like a magic name written on his uh, genital genitalia. Another one says that he used semen to do some sort of magic sorcery. I don't know. But, um, but the Maharal is something interesting. Maharal says that uh, the genitalia is like where the essence of the individual is. Like they, that, That's where individual the, the man transfers um, his life force over to his wife. And he says, he says that's what he's trying to say. He's kosemba amato. In that area, that shows that his, his, his essence, so. his essence is a, is a, is a kosem. That's what Maharal said. That was like a nice way. Um, so it says about him, Nofel Vagaloyenaim. And then with regards to another person who was involved with uh, like a sexual act, it says Nofel. Who is that? Haman. Ah, Haman. Vina Haman Nofel al mitah, right? He fell on the mitah with Vashti. Mm-hmm. He was trying to make a, trying to make a pass at her. Esther. Sorry, yeah, right, good. With Esther, good. Itma Mar Zutra. Amar Kosemba Matohaya. Mar Breder Avina Mar Shabbat al Atono. Manda Mark. So one person says he was kosem with his in his genitalia. Another one was that he was he was he was having relations with his aton with his with his uh, with his uh, donkey. Manda Mark was Like we said, Manda Mark Balot. Another one who says he came he was with his uh, his donkey. Haya tiv hacha karashachav. It says here um, when in Bilam's uh, explanations, karashachav will bend down and 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 rest. And this is another place, and it says with regards to Yael, when Sisra came to be with her, it says, Kara Nafal Shachav. And according to Rashi, says here that um, they had relations. So I don't know, the Peshat, it doesn't say clearly that they had relations in the Peshat, but um, it says, Kara Nafal, Ma Kriya, the Hatim to eat Benefila, be Ilahi, Af Kriya, the Hacha, the Hitiv Nafel, be Ilahi, Shepal Bemto. Just like with, uh, with uh, Sisra, um, he had relations with, with Yael, so to uh, Bil'am with his donkey. You know, you know, so much of what they say, you wonder what, how much is meant to be allegorical and yeah. how much is meant to be... Yeah, there's something about it. It keeps going back to this idea that he, had, like, he was involved in bestiality. I don't know, there's something to that. Well, that's know. clear. Right? I don't know what that... That's like a common theme here with him. Right. I don't know. Oh, maybe that was just... Maybe what, that put him in a special category of why he had no... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe if we think about it, if we find the other ones, they have something unique to them we can kind of put together the puzzle. It's, it's like when they talk about this different people being the same person. I mean, do they really mean it yeah, literally? I don't or is think it, Or is it the way, yeah. if we say, you know, Pharaoh, Haman, Hitler, they're yeah. all the same. Yeah, I think it's more like that. It's hard to know. Like, it's, there's no, there's no like map that tells you which one is literal and which one's not. Yeah. But, uh, um, but when they're separated by time and space, you sort of get a guess yeah. that they're being or like metaphorical, we, allegorical. Right? We had that uh, that piece we were talking about. Like everyone was a hundred people, or hundred ama, two hundred ama. Like how they get into the temple if the temple is fifty ama. No, that was just the window. I was like, so there's yeah. a lot of uh, there's a lot of symbolism here. It's kind of a 
they're deeper ideas a lot of times. Sometimes, and, and yet sometimes it's very explicit that they're talking allegorically. Yeah. There are there. Are, yeah. There's, there's places where it's clear, and they even say. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Not always easy to know when is which. But the physical mums that we've just mentioned, you were, you were thinking, no one comments on them, so you were asking us if we had any thoughts. Yeah, on, those, on that one. On right? the, the one eye, eye one, one leg. I don't know what that is. Yeah. All right, we'll leave that as an open question. Um, okay, so here we're going to go, and so it says about Bil'am, we're still on, we're still on Bil'am, it says that he was your dad dot Elyon. It says about him that he knew, he knew the, the knowledge of God. He knew what was going on in God's mind. And so, well, they asked a very simple question. He, uh, he, how are you going to say he knew the knowledge of God? You even know what his donkey was thinking, right? It says here, He didn't know what his donkey was thinking, uh, and he's going to know that what God was thinking. So, what, what was his dot? What was his dot bemto? They're going to. This is going to. This is going to stretch for um, like ten, 15, twelve lines. Um, so they asked him, "Why don't you draw, why don't you ride on a horse? It's more it's more uh, it's more prestigious. It's uh, it's more befitting of you." Um, although, um, well, they're they're in the pastures, and now his discussion with his donkey goes back and forth now. Amale, hello. So, so uh, the donkey says, "I am your aton." Is uh, I'm your aton, the teen. So he goes. It's, I, I'm taking the. Um, I am taking the aton the tina ba'alma. I've taken it um, to. Sorry. Hello, anochi aton chal tina ba'alma. Asher chavdalai. I cry. Asher chavdalai. Okay. So sorry. Let's go back. Amar lo shadai baratiba. Amar amar le. Hello, anochi. I am your donkey. Um, well, yeah, you're my donkey, but you are, I'm using you just for, um, I'm using you just to carry things from one place to another, um, for import and export. He goes, no, 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 not so fast. The donkey answers. He was just taking each part of the pasuk and saying what the donkey was saying. Because the donkey had like one, like a, a, a cameo there where he, he said something in, in the story. So taking each part of the pasuk and analyzing it, what, what the, what the discourse was. So he goes, now I just use you to, uh, to, to export things. No. Asherachata, I know you used to, you ride me, you you, you ride on you you, dri- you ride on top of me. So he goes, well, no, well, even if I do drive, I do ride on ride on top of you. It's not uh, a permanent thing. It's just like a cry. It was just a temporary thing. No, 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 not so quick. You've been you've been riding on me from for a long time now. Uh, and then and then the donkey said something else. Whoa. So not just that that you've been riding me uh, in the night, uh, riding on me, <laughs> riding even, <laughs> been riding me literally. Shaniyo selach <laughs> in the nighttime. Tiv hacha. So how do we know that? It says here with regard to the uh, the donkey, hasken hiskanti, meaning I was your uh, I was a it says I was accustomed to you, uh, you were accustomed to me. The donkey said, and we learn from the hasken. Another place says hasken. It says sochenet. With regards to David Amelech, David Amelech was called. He said, "Let's bring him somebody. Uh, he needs to warm up." This is in the, the beginning of uh, Abishag Exactly, yeah. He they brought him a, a a woman who, a young woman who would lie with him and, and warm yeah. him up. But they didn't have sex. So the pasuk said, right. "Yeah, yeah." Just to be clear, yeah. No, it's a, no in the, the context of the donkey here, they didn't have sex. Yeah, you're right. Know. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is like a quiet, uh, a silent, like. Um, um, critique of David and Melech. I don't know. I don't know. 
Elamai um, via. So 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 okay. So what is if he didn't know the dot? He didn't know the dot of his donkey because donkey kept going back and forth. So what? So how can you know dot elyon? So so what is what does it mean then dot elyon? And you guys, this might be familiar to some of you guys um, with from from Masecha Brachot that there was like a moment where God gets angry and he knew that moment. Ever heard that one? Anyway, so it says Elamai via dot. What did he know? There's, there's, God isn't angry. Most of the time, God isn't angry. There's a little bit of anger every once in a while. And he knew that exact time when the anger was, was flaring, and he, would able to, he was able to, to tune into it and then kind of bring it down into the world. So, um, This is what the Navi said to Israel. Look at all these stakot I see with them. God did all these stakot from Shittim until Gilgal. From, the, from when they were in Shittim until they got into Eretz Israel to Gilgal. Um, look at all these stakot. What were the stakot that God did to us? That God did wasn't angry all that time. Because if I was, it would have been angry. If God would have gone angry, Bilam would have been attuned to it, and there wouldn't, wouldn't have been a remnant of Israel uh, around. It says Sonan Israel, which really means Israel. I just don't want to say Israel. Um, this is what Bilam said to Balak. This is what this is what uh, Bilam said to, to Balak. You want me to go cur- curse them? I can't curse them. God's not cursing them. He says, and I can't get angry at them even because God's not angry at them. That's how they're darshning. God's not angry, so I have no ability to, to bring down the anger onto them. The Otani Amim Loza'am Hashem. So that was about the Za'am of Hashem. It's, it's like wrath of God. And um, God didn't get angry that whole time. So... But there's a pasuk that does say that God gets angry. It says El Zoem B'Koyom. It's from Tehillim, I believe. Yes, uh, Tehillim Zayin Yudbet. So they're going to ask. So how long is God's God's anger? Kamazamo, uh, um, Rega, just one Rega. Shinemar Kirega Ba'Pochaim Birtono. Ibayd Ema. Here's another pasuk that you can learn it from. That's only one moment. Ibayd Ema Lech Ami Ba Bechaderecha Skor Daltecha Badcha Badcha Chavi Kimat Rega Adyavorzam. So go in the time of Gogomagog. God's saying, go hide yourselves, Chavi. Go hide yourself, Kimat Rega, just for a moment until God's God's wrath will, will pass. So I don't know. Maybe there's a message here about God's wrath. It's only one Rega. You know, uh, um, there's like there's actually a machloket between. Um, Isharim, Rab Chaim and Rab Cook on if there's even a if 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 Hillel Hill if if there's an ideal to completely remove anger completely from your person from your from your inside. So Mesila Isharim, Rab Chaim says that Hillel got to this level where he had no anger whatsoever. And that's the ideal. And and, and Rav Cook uh, bring I think I think on this in Sechah Prachot he says that um, even God has a little bit. Of, I think that's from this. But he says there's a even God has a little bit of anger. And we need anger because if you completely devoid yourself of that emotion, you won't be able to use it in, a, in its positive, in its positive place. So he says, he says the words of the Misharim Tzarich Iyun, because if you completely remove anger, then um, then you won't have it for when you need it for positive. Positive. He says, Rav Cook says everything has a positive application. So this could be like the message that like God even has a little bit. Maybe it's just a rega, but you still need a little bit of that. Um, 
So, uh, so, so we we said how much was the, was the zam? We're still on this topic of God's r- zam. Um, so, so when when does God become angry? So, in the first three hours of the day. When, so, this is a scientific thing uh, of their time. So, let's see. I don't I don't know how 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 you can apply this today, but kichivra kavala tarnagolta it's like the uh, the white. It's when the crest of the tarnak of the rooster becomes white. Is that a thing? I don't know. It's the crest of the tarnakol. The crest is the I looked it up. Is like the comb. It's like the mm. top of it. So I don't know if it becomes white. But it says kol shata v'shata. Not so they say. Oh well, okay. Well, every hour becomes white. Kol shata v'shata. No, every hour has uh, red lines in it. He uh, shata lepe. It doesn't have red red lines in it. It's just completely white. There must be something deeper here, but um, I'm not. I don't know what it is. Um, the first three hours a day, you mean from twelve a.m. to three a.m. What do you mean? No, so it means so. That's so. Let's look at Rashi. Rashi has. Uh, um, it was uh, the rooster. It's got to be morning. It's here, here it be. is. If you look at Betlat Shai Kamaita, it's. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to say where it is. It's in the middle of the Rashi's here. It says. All the first three hours is Zman Kima. That's when people get up, so when, right. it, when it becomes light outside, the first three hours. And why is God upset? Why is God upset? All these other kings are getting up, and they bow down to the, uh, to the, to the sun at that time. When they put, they, put their, they put their crowns in their head, and they bow down to the sun. So that's the time when God's upset. He sees other kings not serving him at that time. So first three hours so so two things one is when it comes to matters of agriculture and livestock and that I mean, they were much closer to it than we are mm-hmm. and so if it's literal maybe they knew something that yeah. we just you know yeah. we just go by go the giant but the other is you also again see them talking allegorically they talk about the neshagadon uh, no, no, actually, that's a bad example. Tarnagolica. No, but, you, but they talk about the. I think there's a place where they talk about the Nesho, uh, about Rome. Yeah. Because they don't say Rome because they didn't mm-hmm. want to get mm-hmm. into trouble. Right? Mm-hmm. So the eagle. Uh-huh. Meaning. Yeah. So who knows who yeah, talking about? There, there's definitely something here. I don't know what it is. Uh, um, Maharal maybe picks up on it. Maybe if I find it for next time, I'll look it up. If, you, if someone else wants to look it up, I'd be happy to have you, you guys could share it. Um, okay. Uh, um, Alright, so now we're going to go into a little bit about root and shlomo. And this is the famous statement, okay? Um, uh, so, usually, um, someone who's a, 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 a someone of prestige and of high uh, high position, they won't they won't um, set up their their donkey. Somebody else will will put it will place everything on, and then they'll just ride it. But Avraham, uh, because he was so much in love with Hashem, he um, he set he he um, what's it called? He prepared his donkey on his own. And that's what says, Ahava, the Ahava to, to, to Hashem, when God told him to go do the Akedah, he immediately prepared his donkey on his own. He didn't wait for his servants to do it. And that's Mivatelet Shirashuk Dula. Even that can, can, can undo this, uh, the, this uh, 
orient, the pers- orientation of those who are in are high power. Avraham got up in the morning and he, and he prepared his donkey on his own. And, and alternatively, so we saw Bil'am. Bil'am normally the, his, his servants would prepare his donkey for him. But, but here, he did it on his own. So he was also, they were very, they both were very focused they, uh, on doing uh, their mission and excited about it. Um, yeah, it's funny because they were both doing the exact opposite of what they wanted to do, right? Abraham didn't want to sacrifice his son. And uh, Bil'am didn't want to, uh, at least I don't know if, if this person is talking about when he went to go bless Israel. He didn't want to do that. So I don't know. I don't know if this is talking about when he went to bless or originally to curse. I don't know. All right. Here we go. Amar leolam yasok adam betrav mitzvot. This is a mitzvah. It should be a mitzvot. Afil shalolishma. Shemitok shalolishma balishma. And this appears in like seven other places in the Gemara. Five or six other places in the Gemara. This is a famous statement. Always do mitzvot shalolishma. Um, not for the sake of heaven. But it doesn't stop there. Shemitok shalolishma balishma. Because when you do something not for the sake of heaven, you eventually it will bring you to do it l'shem shemaim. For the sake of heaven, where do we learn this from? We learn this from uh, no one, no one other than um, we learn this from no one other than Balak. Shibishar arba'im v'shtaim korbanot shikri Balak zechav yataim in a root. Right, crazy, right? Balak brought forty-two korbanot. In the end, uh, it turned out that root came from. How do we know that root came from? Rabbi Yosi Baruchuna, root b'toshel eglon ben benosha Balak melech moavaita. So. There's uh, something nice in, in this in this book here, Matifta. He says uh, he brings different. Is is not every time that someone does something shalolishem shemaim, they get to the shemaim. Because Tosfos brings that if someone does something dafago against the Torah, that that's it's more difficult for them to get to the shemaim. So it's it, there's like this whole area in between that and the shemaim that that's that someone the light of the Torah will bring them back. They said here with Balak, um, he's doing something against the Torah. Um, so how is he going to get? How is he the example of this? So, he said, so one explanation was that he he was doing this also for he wanted God to save him or God to to help him. So he was entreating some sort of power. He's doing it the wrong way, but there was a positive intention. Even though there was like a, a little bit of a good intention here that made him be the paradigm for shalolishma balishma, and that's like a really important thing. You see, oftentimes like in synagogues or in this synagogue. There's a, you know, everywhere you see all these names of this person or that person and they're donating money for things. You ask, you know, why, why do we have to put their names? That's not so tzanua and this and that. A lot of times, uh, everywhere, all the yeshivas, everywhere they do it. It's like if, if a person wants their name up there and that's, that's going to get them to get tzedakah, first of all, we always want their money. But in addition, uh, and the more people do mitzvot, the more they do good things, even if it's without the proper intentions, we have faith that hopefully, slowly, slowly. I had a Rebbe in Torah Das from Spitzer. He used to tell jokes and people used to complain. It's very funny, mm-hmm. and then uh, all the some parents would complain, not mine. And he said the reason he tells them is because it's like taking medicine uh, that's sweet. Yeah. He said, you, you don't know it's good for you if you're a kid, but you take it because it tastes good. Eventually, you just do it because yeah. it ta- it's good. So it's, it's the yeah. same. He yeah, used it in that context that yeah, you, if you do totally. a mitzvah for enticement or inducement. You're not doing it with Shem Shemayim, but eventually you get into yeah. the habit. Yeah, totally. In Yeshiva, they used to like bribe us with all kinds of food and sweet. They did it all the time. Like the candies for the kids. With Rabbi, Rabbi Walberg gives the kids all these candies. It's like the idea is like you come, you connect, and through that you come be around Torah and more and more, and then you grow in that. So that's the idea. Um, okay, so, so now we're talking about Ruth. Let's talk about her descendant. 
Shlomo. That's the segue. <laughs> It's a little bit of a rough one, but Mali Rava the Rava Bar Mari Tivi Itav Elohim et Shem Shlomo Mishmecha Vigdal Kiso Mikisecha. So the servants of of David came up to him and goes, "May God bless your your, your child even more than you." Vigdal Kiso Mikisecha. It should be even a higher level. So so the Gemara asks, "Is that is that proper for them to say that to King this way?" And you tell your son he should do well. He should be a success again. Be better than you. You know. Maybe so they say. Well, no, they didn't really mean that he should, he should be better than you. It should be almost just like you. If you don't say this, so Yael said. Uh, so Devorah, when she's making her blessing, when she's making singing her song, she said about Yael that she should be um, blessed just like the. Uh, she should bless more. Than than the foremothers. Minashim ba'ochel tivarach. Nashim ba'ochel. Who are these women in, in the in the tent? These are Sarai v'karachavaleah. So is it proper for her to make a blessing that Yael should be on a higher level than the, the foremothers? No. Ela me'ain kamar. Hachanayim ink. So here too also. But there, but that that's not the only opinion. You can go another way. You can say plike the Rav Yosi Bar Choni Damar Rav Yosi Bar Choni bechol adam itkenei chutzvi bnov etamido. So, so no, he was. They were telling him these guys. Your son should be on a higher level than you. And a father doesn't. It's not not disrespectful. A father wants the best for their child, even more than what they had. And the same thing for a teacher and a student. And so, the, from the father, we learn. From, so, how do we learn this? The Bano from Shlomo. This case here. The Tamido Ibayit Ema. We learn this from Vayina Pishnaim Baruch Elisha said, Hey, Eliyahu uh, Navi. Um, why don't you give me a blessing? But don't give me one portion. Give me double what you have. I want double. And and Eliyahu was okay with that. Vibed Ema, and when when these are like two paradigms of giving over the mantle to the next generation. It's like something nice. Vismochet Yadav Alavi Etzavehu. Moshe Rabbeinu put his hands on um, Yeshua and gave him uh, gave him his blessing. And God said, "Put your hand." And he put his hands. He put his two hands. So this was like even more. He wasn't just asked to give the double He gave him from his own volition to Yehoshua. So here's a, just a few things. That's just, if we can run through these in like in like a minute and a half, I think we'll be good. And we'll be in a good place for tomorrow. So here's a, just like quick statements. So uh, words are put into into the mouth of Bilam. Who who put these words into the mouth? So who stopped Bilam from talking? It was a malach. Rabbi Yonatan says it was a hook. They put a hook in his mouth and he couldn't talk. We're thinking what that means, but not now. So what's going to lead us to the end of our, our learning today. Rabbi Yochan says, from the blessing of the Rasha, you learn what he wanted to do. Because he wanted to do the exact opposite. So what did he want to do? He wanted them to not have synagogues and drash. Then he, and in the opposite, he had to bless them in the opposite way. Inverse way. He didn't want to shechina alehem mishkanatocha Israel. They should have mishkanat. They should have these a lot of shechina. Mishkanatocha mishchina. Lotiem malchutanim. Their malchut shouldn't continue. Kinechalim netayu. They should have winding brooks. Their their malchut should continue like that, like winding brooks. Loyelim zeitimu kron. They shouldn't have any uh, uh, olive trees or vineyards. Kineganot alei nahar. They should have like uh, like the gardens alei nahar. Loyem they 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 shouldn't smell. So uh, why would he say they shouldn't smell? It's a positive thing. Uh, it's a negative thing to smell. So he, he didn't want them to smell from mitzvot. That's what Rashi says. And, and in the end it says they sm- the keolim natash, like, like aloes they were, 
planted. They, um, so maybe they, they didn't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, the opposite happened. <laughs> they smelled like mitzvah. Lo yelahem lachim balei koma. They shouldn't have, uh, you know, uh, kings of high stature. The mitzvah always has reach nikoach. Yeah, so no death. I just don't know, like, why aloes? Don't aloes don't have smell, do they? Aloes pleasant, isn't it? Yeah, I'm okay. assuming it meant pleasant. So, if so it's the, an, the the opposite, the inverse to that was what? The plant itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, all right. That's what I was saying. That I know. That's why I was like wondering. So that's why I kind of like had a brush over, brush over that. I didn't yeah. Okay. Um, so yele malachi balikon kings of high stature, no, like the cedars on, on the water. So they, it would keep be, um, flowing. Their, their kingship shouldn't be over the nations. Their seed should be uh, in many waters. They should keep spreading like uh, even amongst the nations. So uh, they, 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 they should be they should be even stronger than Agaga Melech. They shouldn't have a fear of their Malchut should be on anybody. All these ended up not working out. All these brachas. Except for one that got flipped to... Uh, his bracha actually uh, continued. One of these brachas... He wanted to curse them with all these things. They all actually came true. Except for one that the bracha actually stayed. And what was that? God will flip all the kalala, not the kalalot. So what was the kala that God flipped? Only one of them. Rashi says, it's beautiful. That these things would never be, uh, would be removed from us for, forever. So... I don't know if you uh, if you had a thought of like uh, how would you sum up this daf into one into like one title what would that be? I mean, so, like, this idea of lo yisok lolam could be something that you could you could stretch to the other things you know like we saw that the nations might have a place we saw that the kings might have a place. Um, I don't All right. I think about it.